Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. I'm one that focuses a ton more on solutions, but it's important to it first acknowledge. So it's kind of like a, a reverse engineer where even though we're we're talking about it almost feels like a negative. You guys know that's not my style or anything. It actually is giving a positive of just like, hey, this is what we need to focus on. It's just giving a reverse way as we go through it as we're having a little bit of fun. And then random question, because right now I have socks that are mismatched. Do you ever wear socks that are mismatched? Are you like one of those people that cannot be mismatched? I swear I wear socks that are mismatched every single day. So let's get through this because we got 24 reasons. So let's see if we can get through this in 24 minutes or less. I don't know if it's possible. Number one that I have down, and I've gone through bits and pieces of these, but we're going to go through these quickly. Commitment. You can't expect others to be committed if you're not committed. Commitment. Think about that. You can't expect others to be committed. Now, I get it at the very beginning, some of you, it's tough to be committed because you just don't even know what you're getting yourself into and you're unsure, but it's tough to be committed if you aren't committed. How are you supposed to look someone in the eyes, you're on a Zoom or hear the tone of, come follow me, let's go make this happen, when you don't even know if you're going to be around in two or three weeks. Now, it's a process. Yes, you can leverage leaders and you know, your, your company and you can leverage so many great things as you're, as you're doing it, but it starts out with your commitments. You're always challenging that commitment and going to the next level. Number two is discipline. There was an essay written, the most common denominator of success in this essay. Stephen Covey cites it in his book, The Seven Highly Effective Habits. And it says this, the individual spent most of his life just studying what was the difference between successful people and successful people. He said they're willing to do what unsuccessful people aren't willing to do. Literally, that's pretty much how he summed it up. He said it's not like they necessarily like doing those things, but they're willing to do it. It's not like the successful person's, I'm so excited to get rejected by my family today. Oh, I'm so excited to get rejected by my friends today. That's just going to be so fun. I just can't wait to be rejected. No. But their vision, their ambitions, their goals, their dreams are big enough that they're willing Willing, willing, willing is the key word as we're going. So you got to make sure that you're willing and you create the discipline. The discipline creates the habits. On average, we make 35,000 decisions a day, and 40% of them are actually habits. Number three, there are three different groups of people, needers, wanters, and deservers. Too many times the unsuccessful feel like, oh, I just want to help everybody out. And so they spend their time with the needers, and they spend their time with the the wanners. I need this so bad, Suzanne, Kathy, Missy, uh, Bobby. I need this so bad. And then they're wanners. I want this. I want this. Not wrong. You need a want. But you got to spend at least 80 plus percent of your time with the deservers. Because if you don't, you won't accomplish your goals and dreams and ambitions. If you don't, you're helping the, pe- the wrong people. You're helping the people that are saying right? What they want. You got to spend your time with the right people as we go. Next one, unrealistic expectations. Now, look, I know that I don't know if anyone's ever accomplished anything great with having these crazy goals, right? But it starts out with, it's good to stretch yourself. But if you're someone that's never made, you know, a ton of money 
and you've made a little bit and you create this goal of I'm going to make a ton of money in the next three months. And it's like your, your brain can't even understand that yet. You haven't created that credibility. You don't get that. It's good to dream big, but 90% of disappointment comes from unrealistic expectations. So there's a difference between dreaming big and having unrealistic expectations. Number five, emotionally entrepreneurially unstable. I don't know if that really goes together as a phrase, but you know what I'm talking about? Emotionally, entrepreneurially unstable, right? Maybe you can like put in the comments a better way to say that. I know it's emotionally unstable, but I like to throw in the entrepreneur. When things are going well, we think they're better than they really are. And when they're going poorly, we think they're worse than they really are. And so you've got to learn to discipline those disappointments, to manage those disappointments and truly marry the process and divorce the result. That goes back to the commitment. And I know it's hard at the beginning to be fully committed. We don't even know. But eventually, you got to get to the point where I got to the point at the beginning. Yeah, someone great signed up for my business. I'm going to more and more. I'm going to retire. This is so great. That begs the question. Where's your bucket list vacation? My wife's. We've been a lot of places. Right now is, is Norway. So... We're, we're actually, I'm going to speak in Amsterdam in the UK and we're doing Norway in between in about a month. So I better get my butt in shape because these are like some, these aren't hikes. These are like mountains. So then when things go poorly, we're like, I can't do this. It's too hard. This business is too hard. I just, I can't do it. Right. It's, it's just how we go. So you got to learn to discipline those disappointments and get to the point where if someone great quits, of course, it's like, oh, that sucks. But you know what? I'm committed. I'm going to be here. I'm focusing on getting better and better and better as I go. Number six, they don't take responsibility. Look, a lot of these things I'm giving you based on my experience of doing things wrong. I became the top recruiter out of a million distributors, but it didn't start out that way. Now, yes, I do speaking, coaching, consulting. At the beginning, yeah, I did I did so many, almost everything wrong. I was like, oh, they just got lucky because they found so-and-so or they joined during momentum or right place, right time. Or, you know, I just started creating all these excuses and I didn't take responsibility and focus on don't wish it were easier. As Ogmandino says, wish you were better. That was hard for me. Number seven, no mentor. I know some of you that's hard. Now, sometimes it can be a virtual mentor. Sometimes it can be a mentor you never, ever meet. Right. I, I had uh, John Maxwell as a mentor forever. I would read, I'd listened to over 15 of his books and never met him before until recently when I got invited to hang out with him and a couple other leaders. And that was pretty cool. But for over 11 years, he was a mentor. I never met him. So we've got to find those mentors as we go. Right. So number where are we at here? Number eight. Don't stay focused, right? I got ADHD. Squirrel, 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 right? ADHD stands for dude has dreams all over the place. So as you're looking at it, one of the big keys is focus. So you got to focus on the income producing activities. I'm not going to go through all my tiers. I got three different tiers. I list about nine of the income producing activities. All are important. But the number one is what I'm going to say is working this business is talking to brand new people, meaning asking to look at your business and products. And what we like to do is do everything else 
and we lack focus, but we're like, I worked so hard. I worked 20 hours this week, but you didn't work in the income producing activities and the compensation plan doesn't care. The comp plan is the most moral form of compensation on the planet. It doesn't care what your age, race, gender, educational background or lack thereof is. It's going to pay you based on what you do. So you can't fake work. So focus, focus. I'm looking at you. And trust me, I'm, I'm telling you all these things because I did all of these things wrong. And it took me a process to do them better and better and better as you go. Number 10, they spam rather than create strong relationships. I just skipped a couple. I got to go back. They spam rather than creating strong relationships. Strong relationships doesn't mean you got to go chit chat and I built rapport for 10 years and now I approach them. Some of you can do that in a first conversation. Some of you, your style is three or four, but I've done this now for over 11 years. We're non-business related. I reach out to 10 people a month that I haven't spoken to in at least two months or new people. That's not chit chat. All I do is just find something in common. If it's a friend from high school, something in common. If it's somebody that just add me on Facebook and I see they're from Florida, I'm like, hey, I was just in Florida. Like, I just find ways to be a genuine, good human being, non-business related. And by doing that, I promise you, that was one of the top reasons why I became the number one recruiter. Now, again, you can't just do that. If you're not staying in the income producing activity of reaching out to ask people to look at your business products, you're not going to make it happen. Uh, number 11. They lack vision and patience. In a world where we're so focused on instant gratification, I know I am. Why by, why by slow? It took two seconds instead of a millisecond, right? We need to focus more on delayed gratification. This business is not a marathon, nor is it a sprint. You got to balance having the short-term urgency with the long-term vision. Because if you look at this as a marathon, you got no short-term urgency. And it's always going to be tomorrow, 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 someday, someday, someday. and if you're the person that has way, 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 way too much just like short-term urgency with no long-term vision, you're going to burn yourself out. There are times to walk, times to sprint, times to jog, times to rest in this business. When you rest, I always highly suggest you take one or two steps forward. Okay, number, I don't know, number 12. I'll get back on track here. I skipped a couple and then we'll come back. Busy to be busy. That comes back to focus and income-producing activities. Just saying it a different way. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. How you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. Look, goes back to the focus, just saying in a different way. We're all busy, right? Some people are busy watching TV and, and binging on Netflix, right? Nothing against Netflix, okay? I turn on Netflix. Usually it's after 10 p.m. at night just for an hour to veg, but busy to be busy, right? Okay, now I think we're back on track. Number 12, Try to <clears throat> hard pitch everybody. Try to hard sell everyone. Look, I just did a poll. Let me see if I can find these numbers. And I did a poll on how long did the average person know their sponsor. And this was a poll of those people that are pretty serious about their network marketing business. 58% knew their sponsor over a year. 19% knew their, didn't know their sponsor. And 23% knew them less than eight months. So this is just to tell you, again, look, you can build that rapport in first conversation if that's what works best for you. But it's also to tell you this is a relationship business. As we see those that actually stick with the business. And we saw that, you know, what is it? It's like almost 80%, you know, 
that knew um, some sort of time as they go. So I'm just I'm just telling you of those that actually stick. If you don't want just to churn and burn as you're building this business. Number 13, they unplug. What happens is we get busy with life and we just unplug and we say, okay, I'm just going to miss, you know, the next two weeks of the Zoom trainings that are 30 minutes, right? Or I'm just going to miss this and this and this. I'm telling you, don't ever unplug. You can say, I'm just going to walk and I'm going to walk really slow and maybe you're just crawling, 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 crawling as you go. I'm just telling you my experience. If someone unplugs for a couple weeks, a couple weeks turns into a month, a month turns into two or three months. The intent is someday, someday I'm going to come back. And most of those people, they don't. They don't ever. I'm just telling you. So I'm, this is for all of you. Every single one of you, make sure that you stay plugged in. And even if you feel like I just can't work that hard, find ways to do some of that personal development. Find ways to plug in just to at least one of the team trainings because we always got to progress as we go and as we make it happen. So make sure you're progressing. And going back to the Netflix thing as we're having a little bit of fun, I'm just curious, what's the greatest movie of all time? I'm going to go with Gladiator. Greatest movie, greatest chick flick of all time. I'm going to have to go with The Notebook. I just, I think it's The Notebook. So greatest movie, Gladiator, greatest chick flick, def, definitely, definitely going to have to go with The Notebook, right? Number 14, which parlays perfectly into this. They don't do personal development, okay? Now, I've read slash listened to over 800 books because I needed it. So I had to make a sacrifice. To gain something new, you got to give up something old. To gain something new, you got to give up something old. So for me, I gave up listening to music when I worked out at the gym. Now some of you are like, oh, that's too far up. Okay, that may be your outlet. You got to make time to do personal development, whether it's when you're in the car, whether it's before bed or in the morning, you got to make time because I'm always listening and then I'm implementing. You can't just listen because then it becomes procrastination development, right? They both are PD. You want it to be personal development of listen, learn, apply, listen, learn, apply, right? It's not procrastination development as we go. Number 15, they don't have a strong enough why. And a lot of you are like, oh, my why is so big and so strong. I'm not making funny. But are your actions matching your why? Because if your why is that big and you tell me you don't understand, Rob, I got to do it for this and this and this. Why are your actions not matching your why? So challenge your why. Is your why a lie? Because you can tell me how big it is. You can tell the world how big it is, but your actions, your actions will tell us. It's like what Ralph Waldo Emerson says. What you do, what you do speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. Think about that. What you do speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say. Number 16, I am. What do I mean by am? Negative people aren't successful. They follow in their minds, and this is one of the hardest ones for all of you of, oh, I am just not a good recruiter. I am just, you know, I'm just not good at talking with people. I'm just not fit for this business. I'm just living in the wrong area. I'm just blah, 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 blah as we go, right? I'm telling you, stop it. Because you start thinking that and projecting that, you're going to become that. So instead, fix it and say, you know what, I am getting better. I am progressing. Maybe I didn't do great today, but I'm learning. I'm failing forward as we go. So these are huge, huge things for all of you. 
Love association. We know this, right? You become like the five most people you hang around. You hang around five people that are broke mentally, you're going to become the sixth. You hang around five people that are obese, you're going to become the sixth. Law of association. And it's not just the law of association in person, but it's also the law of association online. Somebody's bugging you online, shame on them the first time. Every time after that, shame on you. Block, unfollow, unfriend. Bless and release. You don't have to have any grudges or anything, but stop allowing them. I get on social media. I'm like, this is awesome. This is like my motivation. These are my people because you have zero chances to be negative. Literally, like you're negative on social media and you feel, I feel like you're bringing my thoughts down, my life down. Boom. God, if you're a cousin, love you, but I'm going to keep you as a friend just to not cause drama, but I'm going to unfollow you. I don't have time for that crap in my life. Neither do you. You got to level up. Level up as you're going. Is this making sense to you guys? Okay, number 18. Expect and deserve. They don't expect and deserve success. So you got to figure out where your success thermometer is. And I remember this whenever I played tennis. If I was a semi-professional tennis player, if I played someone that deep down and just did not believe I could beat them, my mind would not rationalize, my subconscious would not rationalize a way to win. So I would create my alibi on why I was going to lose to tell mommy and daddy, right? Rather than rationalizing on how I was going to win, how I was going to make it happen. So it's the same thing for you. Of It starts from putting in the income producing activity, doing what you know you're supposed to do. And then you got to get to the point where you're not whining when you didn't hit your rank. You're literally pissed off. You're mad because you demand it from the world. You expect it. You know you deserve it. You were ready to wreck some habit. It's like, what happened? Compensation always catches up to skill set and effort, but it's almost always massively delayed. Think about that. Massively delayed. Okay. Next one. Victim. A lot of us don't think we're victims, but that comes back to the take responsibility, which we mentioned early. They just start blaming everyone and everything else. They got lucky, the other people, I'm unlucky, and they don't take responsibility. So I'm giving it to you in a different way. They have the victim mentality. Victims are focusing on everything that's wrong. Victims are focusing on everything in the past and in the future. They're focused mainly on the past of everything that went wrong. Look, some of the most successful people have awful, awful childhoods that they went through. But they're not victims of their past. Okay? So we've got to focus the most on the future. Learn from the past. Have the vision for the future. Focus on the present as you go. Number 20. We only got a couple left here. 21, 22, 23, 24. All right. Work hard. But just as importantly, work smart. So a lot of us have heard the 10,000-hour rule. It takes 10,000 hours to become an expert in anything. Okay? The biggest thing that's missed in that study is it's 10,000 hours of deliberate practice. So if you're 10,000 hours in network marketing, but there isn't deliberate practice in the income-producing activities, I'm just telling you that you're not going to have success. And that's why it comes back to the focus in the income producing activities that we already talked about. We're on number 21. We're almost there. We're almost at the end. Stick to the end. We got 21, 22, 23, 24. 
Now we're on number 22. Fear great or greater than their vision. Fear greater than their vision. Look, my goals, my dreams, and ambitions on a scale 1 to 10 were close to 10. My fears on a scale 1 to 10 were like a 9, 9.1. You've got to listen to yourself less. I said that properly. And talk to yourself more. Rationalize with yourself. I'm so scared to reach out to Julie. What if Julie says no? Oh my goodness. What am I going to do, right? What am I going to do? Start rationalizing with yourself. Listen to yourself less. Talk to yourself more. Hey, worst case scenario, she says no. Worst case scenario, I get a little bit better because I'm practicing. Worst case scenario, I'm getting closer to a yes. Worst case scenario, it's not a big deal, right? I approach them. Worst, maybe she knows someone, right? Start rationalizing with yourself more. Listen to yourself less. Talk to yourself more so you can overcome those fears and make things happen. Okay, no DMO. So coming back to focus, they don't have a daily method of operation. Your schedule is your boss. Your schedule is your boss. So what's your DMO? What do you have every single day that is your checklist? You can't have a checklist of 30 things to do. What are the the five things that you're going to do every single day? And you're going to go make them happen. So you've got to create what that checklist is because if you don't, I promise you, promise you if you don't create that checklist of your dmo then we're so used to being told what to do by our parents our bosses our teachers by everybody that we get to the point where it's like oh yes freedom i'm gonna be an entrepreneur i'm gonna do what i want when i want and now it's hard because it becomes the procrastination development it becomes doing the checklist of a million things except for the main thing you know you need to do and that becomes so difficult in this business so I want all of you as you're doing this just to focus on what is your DMO? Talking to new people, third-party validations, adding to your lead list, creating, right? You know, all the fun things that you're going to do is you're going to make it happen. Okay, next one is last two. Lack of accountability. Can you just imagine, you know, the analogy I give some of you have heard me give this. Michael Phelps, the greatest Olympian of all time, like, hey, Michael, Mikey boy, Miguel, how was your swim? Oh, you know, I did really well. What was your time? The accountability, right? Oh, I, I, I don't know, but I did my best. It's supposed to be great if you don't have accountability. It's been said that there's 96 plus percent more success when you have an accountability appointment, specific accountability appointment. It's been said, another study, that 95% more success when you have an accountability partner. You gotta find that battle buddy. I don't care if they're downline, upline, sideline, cross line, right? I don't really care, but you gotta find somebody you're reporting your results to every single day. Somebody you're reporting your results to. Somebody that you're messaging right out, even if it's just a simple text message of, hey, I screwed up today, but tomorrow's going to be better. I'm going to reach out to three brand new people. I got two follow-ups, right? And I'm going to make the greatest post ever on social media. You got to do it. You got to have, I'm just telling you, without even having goals, just having the accountability is going to make a huge difference. Who is your battle buddy? Who is your accountability partner? You got to find one. Preferably someone that has similar goals as you. But if you don't have someone that has similar goals, that's okay. Find someone and then you can move on 
and find someone that has more similar goals. And if you got a team, then help your teams find ones and sometimes or find pods, groups where maybe it's two or three people. Make sure it's not too big as you go. But I promise you, it'll help make a huge difference. All right. Now we're on the last one. Sometimes you get a little bit fired up. I may not have a voice for the rest of the day, but I'm giving you everything I got right now. Okay, last one here. This is a big deal. There's a book called Grit. And it, it talks about military cadets. And it talks about the top thing for them having success. It wasn't the talent. It wasn't the background. It wasn't anything. It all came down to grit. I will tell you this is a huge insight. I will take tough over any day. I will take grit any day over talent. Now, of course, I want talent and grit. I want talent, right, and toughness. But I'm telling you, your ego is going to get massively hit. You're going to have massive rejections. You're going to have times where your butt get, gets kicked. You're going to have times where your business goes up and then goes way down. You're going to have times where things happen in life. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, it's one of the single most important things in this business is great. You want to know why? I believe that this industry or this profession is 80 plus percent females. It's because females are way tougher than men. They're way tougher, right? Guys got a bad day, bad week, bad month. For the most part, guys, sorry, not trying to rip on us, but our egos get in the way. Oh, yeah, that thing didn't work. Like, yeah, I didn't really love the cop plan or just bad time. And I got this other huge project. Our egos get in the freaking way and we can't handle it. Women, even though, again, I know I'm generalizing both genders. Please don't attack me. I'm sorry. Women, even though they may express themselves more and be like, like maybe more expressive, some of you may say that's whining, they're way tougher than us because they're going to go back to it and their egos don't get in the way. And they're going to be like, they're more loyal and they're more committed. They're more, they're just tougher. So I'm telling you that grit is one of the single most important things because you're going to get your butt kicked. But that's in everything worthwhile in life. I love my kids to death. I've got four kids. I No one ever told me how hard it is to have kids. It's way more rewarding, and it's a thousand times harder than I thought it was going to be. I was one of those crazy people who's going to have six kids till I had one. I'm like, how are you even going to have two, babe? Right? My wife's like, I don't know. My wife, I love her to death. I love her. We have an incredible marriage. Way harder than I thought it was going to be. Two people from two different worlds. She didn't know she was going to have to raise four kids and a husband, right? I had no idea. I had no idea when the wife tells you to take out the trash, you're supposed to take it out right then. I was used to just waiting and doing it when I wanted to, right? Took me time to learn. Happy wife, happy life. I'm just telling you, all of you, all of you, grit. And that's to tie everything in. Hope you found some success. Appreciate all of you. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.